Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn & Suites, Duluth, Georgia. Tonight, it's the 2019 Annual Holiday Gift Guide. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a first-time visitor, welcome. If you're a returning visitor, welcome back. So I'm in Duluth, Georgia tonight, which is about 30 or 40 miles north of Atlanta. And as I normally do, I am partaking in the Drink Local movement with a red hair from the Red Hair Brewing Company of Marietta, Georgia. And this is a Soft J Juicy IPA coming in at about 6.8 APV, and it's just okay. I'm not a fan of fruit beers or juicy beers. I am a fan of the IPAs, and this one just really didn't hit the mark. The nice thing about Atlanta is there are plenty of breweries here. Most of us have heard of Sweetwater, which is out of Atlanta, and they have wide distribution as well as Terrapin up in the Athens area. And they have probably one of my favorite beers, the Hopsecutioner, which is a really heavy IPA, but a really good one at that. So tonight is one of my favorite episodes of the year, the Holiday Gift Guide. And I am a gear fanatic. I'm an early adopter. I see something new. I always want to have it. And this kind of just feeds right into that. So what gifts does a road warrior need? I have two gifts that have been on my wish list for 30 plus years. The first is a Rolex GMT. It could be the Pepsi with the blue and red bezel or the Batman with the black and blue bezel. Either one works. I'll be happy. Just plan on roughly a $10,000 hit to your wallet. If you really want to plan for the 2019 holiday season, and you can up your game. The Rolex GMT Root Beer with the rose gold bracelet is roughly $35,000 with an, roughly an 18-month waiting list. So good luck. But if you want to uh, send any of those watches my way, I would gladly accept it, gladly wear it, and even give you a shout-out on the podcast. My other ultimate gift that has been on the list is a mid-1990s Range Rover Defender, not the current 2020 Defender, which I think Range Rover completely missed the mark on. It looks like somebody put pinchers on the fenders and just kind of stretched it. My opinion, that, that vehicle is a joke. But the Defender from the 90s was one tough vehicle. There was literally no place that you could not take this thing. If you ran it up against a wall, and were able to get the tires on the wall, it was torqued so low, it would literally drive up the wall. I passed on a chance to buy one of these in 1994. It was a yellow soft top. It was loud. It drove like hell. It's exactly what a father of two young children needed. It was around $31,000, and if you go on the interwebs and look, you'd be hard-pressed to find one for anything less than $60,000 nowadays. One of the few cars that that were typical daily drivers that actually have appreciated in value. And like I said, totally impractical vehicle. Didn't make sense, especially living in Georgia with a soft top where it gets cold. But just a really, really neat vehicle. Time to think about others. Time to get a little bit serious. 
Typically, gifts with the word travel in their name are useless to the road warrior. Think travel wallet. Nobody wants to be unbuckling their pants to get out a $5 bill. Travel scales. If you're worried about your luggage weighing 50 pounds and you're not going on some 60-day odyssey, you really need to rethink your travel packing strategy. And besides, if you're that concerned, find a scale, get on the scale, weigh yourself, get on the scale holding your luggage, look at that number, do a little bit of subtraction. It's really not that hard, but every week I see people at the airport moving stuff between bags. So I guess it is a reality in the world, but I wouldn't say so for a travel warrior, road warrior. Here are a few other ideas that sound great in theory, but they're really not. Stainless steel tumblers, Yeti, Rambler, Arctic, any of those tumblers that can keep ice intact for three weeks, we've all got one, probably have three of them to be exact. And while it's a great gift, they're not great for traveling. They're big, they're bulky. You know, if I'm hanging out on the boat with the neighbors and it's a cookout, perfect. But those behemoth steel tubes, have no business in a backpacker being toted around. Watch a few news reports, and they'll have you convinced that a black light flashlight's a great idea for the traveler. And this sounds as practical as it gets, but honestly, you don't want to know what germs are lurking in your hotel room. And besides, if the place that looks that sketchy to me, I'm checking out and I'm going to find someplace else to stay. Here's another good one. Anything associated with washing clothes in a hotel room. I don't need a clothesline that stretches across the bathtub, and I don't need some kind of sink stopper soap contraption. Most hotels have a washer and dryer hidden somewhere. We were out rafting last year, and we were just nasty at the end of the day and managed to find a washer and a dryer with about $2 worth of uh, laundry detergent and a handful of quarters. We were back up and running within two hours. Consider something like a package of wet wipes if you're worried about clothes. A simple package of wet wipes is great for removing stains. I think it works better than one of those tied-to-go pens as well. RFD blocking anything. Spend any time on QVC or HSC, you would think that RFID theft is a major, major inconvenience. I've never understood the hype over this. And with the introduction of chipped credit cards and debit cards, I think this is even less of a necessity. You know, if these guys are going to get your information, it's usually something that you've done. You've put your card into a gas pump that had a skimmer attached to it. I never use debit cards at the gas pump. Could be that you gave your uh, your credit card to a waiter or a waitress. They went in the back to run it and at the same time managed to take a picture of the front and the back with their cell phone camera. When choosing gifts for a road warrior, consider size and weight. I mean, most of us are pretty good at what I call luggage Tetris. It means we know how to what goes where in a piece of luggage. And if you throw in some odd or oversized item, it will truly throw us off our game and put us into a tailspin. Same thing that goes for something that weighs really, really heavy. I mean, if it's too heavy, we may travel with it once. Yes, once. But after that, more than likely, it's going in the closet or getting donated to Goodwill. So most road warriors do a pretty good job of equipping themselves with stuff. But take a look around and see if they're missing any of these items or if any of these items are kind of banged up and could use replacing. Packing cubes. This is one of those things that after using one for two, two and a half years, I don't think I could live without it. And for years, I really resisted it. I thought this was the goofiest thing I've ever seen. You mean I get a little bag pouch for my underwear and for my socks and another little bag pouch for my t-shirts? But I'll tell you what, 
It feeds my inner OCD, and they're less than 25 bucks for four of them. Try an Aki power bank. I've never had anything bad from Aki, and there's nothing worse than having a dead cell phone, especially when you're trying to let everybody know that your flight's delayed. I have gifted these things for years. Just make sure that whatever you pick up is rated for at least 10,000 milliamp. This is good for charging your cell phone two, possibly three times, and most of the time they're under 25 bucks on Amazon. The Anchor four-wall charger is a great gift. If you travel with family, no doubt somebody's going to leave their charging knuckle at home or in a hotel room. This four-part wall charger has one quick charge port, which will actually charge back up that power bank in about half the time. They're 28 bucks on Amazon. Make sure you find one where the prongs that fit into the wall fold into the charger so you don't have that thing tearing at anything in your luggage or ripping any kind of fabric inside your uh, your backpack. One of the Belkin Surge Plus outlet strips is great. If you haven't noticed, connectivity is a common theme for the traveler. Between laptops, smartphones, tablets, wireless headphones, smartphones, most of us require two or three outlets each time we hit up a hotel room. And this simple little four-inch strip makes life much easier when your hotel desk already has one outlet spot being taken up by the desk lamp and leaving one more for whatever you choose to plug in. This little baby, I think, has four or five outlets in it, plus two USB charging ports as well, and it's 15 bucks on Amazon. The last one to talk about is the Anchor Powerline 3-in-1 cable. This is a combination Lightning Type-C and micro USB cable. Cables are a pain. My running joke is that if I ever fall off a cliff, I want to grab a handful of some sort of charging cables because by the time I hit the ground, this thing will get hung up on something and save me. Well, with this little beauty, you can reduce three charging cables into one, and it's 20 bucks. Just make sure you buy one that's certified to work with the Apple products as well as the Android products. Two other basic necessities are luggage and a backpack. And I've really done a 180 on these in the past. I used to say never buy luggage or a backpack for anybody except for yourself. And like I said, I've completely turned and flipped on this. For 20 plus years, I was a fan of Samsonite. I mean, I traveled with guys that swore by Swiss Army and that swore by Toomey. And my Samsonite bags really held up. Well, the last one I bought made it less than three years. The zippers completely busted. The handles were busted. The foam on the handle disintegrated. I reached out to Samsonite and got nothing but crickets back from them. So I recently purchased the bigger carry-on from Away Luggage. And if you spend any time on the internet, Away has a pretty decent social media presence. Going in Google Away and then all your social media feeds will have it in it. And it's a far cry from any bag that I've ever used. The two biggest changes to me was it was a four-wheel spinner bag. And it had a hard polycarb shell on it. And four wheels seemed odd at first, but the bag truly does roll a little bit easier. And I had stayed away from the hard shell designs for one reason and one reason only. About eight or nine years ago, I hired a gentleman on his first day. I picked him up at the airport. And as he walked towards the car, he was rolling a hard shell suitcase. And it was crushed. I mean, this thing was crushed. It was not like he was going to open the bag and push it back into shape. It was crushed as if it had the plane had literally run it over. I mean, the creases were white from the stress on the plastic. And what I like about the uh, the polycarb shell on the away bag is I haven't been able to, to, to force it to crush. The other cool features of this is it has kind of a platform to help compress your clothing. So you spend all that money at the dry cleaner. 
you put it in one half of the bag and then you cinch down this compression pad. It keeps them from reducing wrinkles. A really other neat touch is that it has a hidden laundry bag. So I've gone from carrying around those plastic uh, laundry bags that are in the closet of every single hotel room to using this nice zippered one. Do yourself a favor, save a few bucks, buy it without the ejectable battery. It sounds cool, but no one wants to be tethered to their luggage while it charges. Mine has the ejectable battery. I think the only time it's ever been in there is when it was shipped to me. Most of the time, that battery spends its time inside my backpack. And besides, if you ever decide to check the luggage, you got to pop it out anyway. My favorite travel-related acquisition this year has been my Averki Atlas backpack. Yes, a backpack. I have been through more backpacks than I could. I know what to do with. I have a shelf in my closet that shows you basically a museum of them. I've done messenger bags. I've done pull-behind bags. I've done shoulder bags. I've done multiple backpacks. You name the company, I've probably got one in that closet. And first, I'm rough on gear. I'm the first one to admit it. It's common for me to do something as, as simple as picking up backpacks by a single strap. As you could well imagine, I've had more than my share of busted shoulder buckles or torn seams. I'm also known to overfill my backpacks, which have led to busted up zippers. Well, let me tell you, after nine months, this bag has shown no signs of giving in. Its orange interior makes it absolutely easy to locate my stuff. My biggest gripe with laps is that stuff tends to settle to the bottom of the bag, which makes the bag very bulky. The Atlas has multiple pockets, and most of them are located high, up high. This simple attention to detail keeps everything from settling to the bottom of the bag. The bags aren't cheap, but when you think about how long it's going to last, it's dollars a month. So check them out. They're on the web at Averki, or check them out on Amazon. Read the reviews. Make a decision for yourself. They have a lifetime warranty, but I don't think you'll be disappointed with it. All right, that covers most of the basics. So let's get to the fun stuff or the stuff that's outside the box. The first one is the Amazon Fire Stick. This makes the list every year. Most hotels have better TVs than what I have in my house. Last weekend, my wife and I checked into the Hilton Disney Springs, and we had a glorious 65-inch LG TV. Like I said, better than what I have at home. The Fire Stick lets you take all those monthly Hulu and Netflix and now Disney Plus subscriptions with you on the road. If you're a uh, Verizon customer, I believe that you get a free year of Disney+. Plus. So do yourself a favor, check that out. Don't skimp. Buy the 4K version of this. They come with a couple different versions. Buy the 4K version since most hotel TVs will support it. 50 bucks. If you're a bit on the nerdy side, you can actually jailbreak a fire stick and open up a whole new world to you. How about a Glen Karen whiskey glass? File this under. Take a bit of home with you on the road. While I'm known traditionally as a beer guy, I'm also a fan of clear and brown liquor. I've talked about this in my road drinking podcast, and the Glen Karen whiskey glass is a perfect addition to your travel bar. If you've never heard of this glass, it was truly designed to enjoy whiskey. It has a tapered mouth allows you to easily drink from it, but it also captures the aroma of the whiskey. And that's what you really want to smell before you taste the whiskey. The wide bowl allows for you to fully appreciate the whiskey's color. You know, combine this glass with a couple nip bottles of a uh, bullet or something out of the ordinary and you have a perfect gift. 
while on the subject of brown liquor, if you have someone that appreciates it, here are three over-the-top brown liquor gifts. First one is Blanton's Single Barrel, and I've managed to get two bottles of this this year. It's hard to find. The first bottle I gave away, the second bottle took me nine months to get. It's an amazingly smooth liquor. The only way to drink this is in a Glencairn glass, no ice, no mixer, no nothing. And here's a cool fact about Blanton. is beginning in 1991, a collector set of eight different stoppers for the bottles were produced. The set features a horse and jockey, and each one is in different stride and poses resembling the stages of a horse race from beginning to end. Each stopper is marked with a single letter that spells out Blanton's if you manage to get all eight of them. So pretty cool fact. Pretty neat attention to detail. I think I have a B, so I still have a L-A-N-T-O-N-S. This bottle has not been cracked. It's sitting in my bar, probably waiting for uh, some special occasion to bust it open. Another good choice is the 1792 Full Proof. This was Jim Murray's 2020 World Whiskey of the Year. And any time something wins an award that contains the word world in it, it's got to be good, right? I've yet to sample this because it's already disappearing off the shelves in the Orlando area. It kind of reminds me of the mid-80s Cabbage Patch doll supply and demand debacle. If you happen to come across a bottle of 1792 proof, foolproof, buy it. They make a 1792 small batch that really isn't that bad. Uh, but since I've yet to taste the foolproof, I can't really uh, compare the two. The last one would be Buffalo Trace. This is going to be a little bit easier to find, but you're going to have to search for it. And here's where frequenting the same liquor store can pay off. I visit the same liquor store every Saturday. It's right next to my dry cleaners. I call it killing two birds with one stone. They know me there and have offered up several hard-to-find bottles over my weekly visits. Rough, recently, they, uh, they had three or four bottles of Buffalo Trace, so I was fortunate enough to leave with one of those. Good four decent brown liquor choices for that loved one in your life. Unfortunately, you're not going to find any of those in nip bottles. But you know what better way to wind down the week when they get home than a nice uh, a nice drink inside a Glencairn uh, whiskey glass. Skylight frames. This is another one that's kind of taking the internet by storm. If you want to find out about it, just Google it, and it's another one of those that their SEO will have. Uh, the skylight frames in every single social media feed that you have within probably two hours. It's a digital picture frame, which is nothing new, right? With these, this digital picture frames were the must give gift about seven or eight years ago. The issue with them was, and always has been that is after the initial upload of pictures, nobody ever bothers to update it. If you give this to a non techie relative, like a parent, it require, requires way too much tech support email them new pictures. Then you have to explain how to download them from the email. Then you got to explain how to copy them to a USB drive. Then you got to explain how to take the pictures off the USB drive onto the, I mean, you get the idea. It's just a hassle. Well, here's how the skylight frame works. Plug it in, connect it to your home Wi-Fi, which everybody's pretty comfortable with doing, and then email photos to the frame. Pretty simple. Let's those left behind see what you're doing. 159 bucks in Amazon. The foldable travel duffel bag. This is a stupid yet simple gift. I mean, how many times have you needed some sort of a bag? This 20-inch duffel bag is perfect for collecting shells at the beach or pine cones in the mountain. Stores easily in your backpack, folds up into its own little zippered pouch. 
It's $17. And like I said, it is a stupid yet simple gift. But really, when you're out running around or you're collecting trinkets and you got your arm full of stuff or you're at the farmer's market, this is a perfect one to carry with you. The Patagonia Nano Puff Jacket. I hate jackets. First, they're bulky. And second, they're bulky. I tend to typically not take one. My wife's always kind of getting on me for it. Well, last year I picked up a Nano Puff. And yes, it's thin, but it does keep you warm. I can put it in a compression bag and it reduces down to nothing in my luggage. Retail on this thing's about 200 bucks. If you search, you can find it much cheaper. This week, I think Gear Patrol had them for $139. And I think that's about what I paid for mine last year. But a decent value for 130 bucks for something small that keeps you warm. A medicine bag. And I'm not talking about some kind of exotic Indian tribe medicine bag. This is a medicine bag. It's not very exciting until you need it. Getting sick on the road is a giant cup of suck. Last year, I had food poisoning in a hotel and didn't really think I was going to make it to the airport the next morning. I was miserable. And a medicine bag can take a little bit of that misery out of your life and add some comfort. Mine has stuff like Benadryl, great for skin irritations or making grandchildren go to sleep. Airborne, I fended off more colds with this stuff than I care to remember. I think the jury's out on whether it really works or if it's a, was it psychosomatic? I don't know what they call it. Uh, it works for me. Zyrtec for allergies. I'm out here in Atlanta right now, and two of the guys are from out of state, and both of them are dying with allergies. Zantec for heartburn. You know, nothing worse than getting heartburn in the middle of the night and you're in a hotel and you don't want to pay $7 for two tablets or something. Top that off with some aspirin, some bandages, even liquid bandages. You know, just remember if you're going with liquids and they don't check luggage, remember to keep it under 3.4 ounces so they can get it through TSA. You know, if you want to take a medicine bag to the next level, throw in a sewing kit, some wet wipes. If they still wear dress shirts, a handful of collar stays. If you really want to spend some money, you can buy brass engraved collar stays. I don't know why anybody would ever do that. I think my dry cleaner has a pretty good collection of my collar stays. Me, I still enjoy gift cards. I mean, some people think it's a half-hearted gift, but with some thought, they're truly perfect. You know, an Amazon gift card to me is great. An Uber Eats gift card is great. For instance, you know, what better way to wind down a long work day than doing some hatchet throwing? So you can go online and reserve time at Stumpy's Hatchet House. <laughs> and they've got locations all over. And every time I see one of these hatchet throwing places, I just, I wonder how that business plan goes or how the presentation goes to the insurance company. It's, so you want to sell beer and people throw hatchets? So, but you can prepay a reservation, hand them over a gift certificate. If your road warrior is a truly fancy lad, how about a visit to the art of shaving, getting shaved and pampered? If you use your Southwest Rapid Rewards card, especially online, they give you four points for every dollar. Uh, so that gives you a, a few more points to uh, to convert into some kind of travel. So that's the episode. It's the holiday season. Thanks for listening. Safe travels and have a great day. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.